Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coming up on TMS. Hey, is it too early to get Brian to get a fish sandwich? <laughs> Counterfritters. Bag of Doritos plus five. The YOLO and the FOMO. Better than Ezra Miller. Putty 1.1 fixes the misprint. <laughs> is my meth real? Because I really, like, wanted to know. It's not illegal to buy not drugs. Putin with a dash of pandemic. Rogue adjacent planet. Crypto Broncos. That's a quarter of a charcuterie. Not a hooker. Naked roommates with Bill. I miss the blobs down in Africa with Bobby. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We all know that alcohol makes people think queerly and do some pretty crazy things. Anyway, since when have you been drinking? <laughs> the Morning Stream. are like two big blue eyes this is the morning stream good morning and welcome to the morning stream for tuesday march 15th 2022 i'm scott johnson with brian ibbett hi brian ibbett hello scott johnson <clears throat> brian's got his keys at the dangle there he's gonna we're gonna do something kind of fun halfway through the show today so you know get right. ready for that yes. uh, those aren't keys uh, <laughs> whoa uh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do a fun little thing we'll we'll save the the surprise for later just say that don't uh, the the thing is don't leave okay don't just right. check out at the right. mid song because there's something exactly. cool happening so stick around we'll see i'm, I'm really hoping this 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 goes well Let's, I think it'll hope. go okay. I think we're going to be okay. I could yeah, be wrong, but you may get out there and realize that, oh, shoot, nobody has anything, and what's the point? But we're going to learn. We're going to well, learn, you know? Yeah. It doesn't really matter if they... Yeah, anyway. All right. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. The, I'm also worried about, like, all right, is the audio is the audio better if I just mute myself and leave it in the car audio, car microphone and speakerphone, or should I use the AirPods? My guess is... If I had to guess, probably yeah. AirPod slash uh, open speaker mic thing, because the car stuff's always bad on Discord. I don't know why. It's yeah. never good. Yeah. Like, remember yeah. Amy's call last week? It was freaking horrendous until she got off of it. So it's 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 possible yours is awesome, though. Maybe your car has like, mm. got really good we'll see. stuff in there. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, we'll, we'll try it all out. Uh, we'll it you're, all out. And, and look, some people are like, wait, what are they doing? Oh, you'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Mm, listen to the middle song and then wait and see what happens after that, okay? Mm, oh my gosh. All right, a uh, couple of quick things. Something that has uh, been driving me slightly crazy, so I went and fa- actually captured it. Um, 
<laughs> Good. Brian, I'm going to ask you before I play this what yeah. you yeah. think is actually said here because there's a little Mandela thing going on here. Okay, because I know, like, as soon you yesterday you were saying, oh, there's a Seinfeld quote that you that I think you might have wrong or something like that. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, well, what Seinfeld quote? And I was really just narrowing it down to things that Jerry has said. And I didn't think as soon as I saw Putty in here, my guess is that it's the the garbage disposal in the shower uh, episode. And the quote I always say is, oh, that's a typo. Yeah, which is, yeah. I, I'm just going to say it, is a, first <laughs> of all, a great impression of him. Second of all, it's it's the better line. Okay. Oh, so really? Okay. You're yeah. doing it better than the show does it, but <laughs> okay. but the show right. does it differently, and it threw me real hard the other day when I saw the episode because I was expecting Putty to say what you always say, and he didn't do it, not in the way yeah. I thought he did, and as a result, I was like, well, crap, we got to talk about this on the show. So I'm prepared today uh, to do that with some audio. So okay, Brian, I Brian, I'd like to hear this? Okay, yeah. So let's Brian, hear the audio first. So Brian's reference is. You're right about the whole setup, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's uh, Kramer's, you know, making f- making food and has a garbage. He's installing a garbage disposal in his shower. He reaches out to Putty because there's something that doesn't fit in yeah. the instruction manual. Yeah, and, and Putty knows Putty this seems stuff to know or... exactly the model number that Kramer's asking about. And... Yeah, yeah, which is great. It's also there's another yeah. subtle thing about that episode. Putty is at home just staring at the floor when just Kramer staring, calls. Yeah, when the phone rings, he's like. <laughs> It's great. It's great. It's a really great yes. moment. But anyway, here it is. Yeah. It's actually uh, season nine, episode nine, uh, nine. So it's nine nine. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and here's what he actually says when Kramer calls. Here you go, Buddy. Is uh, David Putty there? This is Buddy. Well, this is Kramer. I know. Um, listen, you're a mechanic. Could you help me install a garbage disposal? Well, it's a big job. You've got to dismantle the latch hasp from the auxiliary drainage line. Oh, it says main line. It's a misprint. What do you got, a Clarkman? Yeah. So he hey, says. I'll call you back. I'll talk you through it. He it's says this. Misprint. It's a misprint. He says it's a misprint. It's a misprint. It's a misprint. Yeah. It's a and it throws me. I can't. Brian's yeah. version is better. It's a typo. Sounds better. <laughs> and it bugs yeah, me. It, it, and it's also it's kind of in a different uh, order than my than the way I remember it because I remember Kramer saying what the the make and model is and Putty has such a bizarre memory for those things that he knows oh yeah the Craftsman 922 <laughs> that's a typo like he you know <laughs> yeah the order's a little off someone in the chat says he does it again when they go to buy that car I don't think that was the dealership episode I don't think that happened in there I think this is the episode that Brian's always referring to I think yeah. Yeah, I, I may think. Have to go I mean, check well, that it's out. the episode that I'm referring to for sure. Yeah, it's the one I thought of. Um, so, if that dealership one has him saying something about a typo, then that would be even funny, funnier because I could go find that. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah so it's not. It's uh, you know, it's, it's a misprint. Misprint is boring. Misprint. Larry David, you should have written typo. You dummy. Yeah. That's a misprint. That's yeah. uh, information that was put incorrectly into that instruction manual. I feel like <laughs> I feel like if I saw Larry David, who wrote the episode, I checked the credits. I would like to say to him, Larry, you should have said it's a typo and not this. And he would have said, that's pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> that's what oh, he yeah. yeah, we could have done that. That would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, Warburton has one other, like we always talk about his uh, his Joe on Family Guy and Brock yeah. and, and uh, Putty and all these great characters. There's one more that that you only get to see if you go to... 
either Disney World, I can't remember, I think it's in Epcot, or uh, if you go to California Adventure, and he is the new guide, the new uh, airline pilot guide for um, soaring over, soaring around the world, or soaring over California, really? as, as it is right now. Is he doing? So he's the, the guy who basically says, "We're going to put you in these comfortable seats. You're going <laughs> to buckle up. Pull the buckle from the left side to the right. Nice job there, champ." <laughs> Stuff like that. So wait a minute. Is he? So is that? Um, is he? He's not doing it as his character from the Emperor's New Groove, right? No, okay. he's doing it as his like. Basically, as the Patrick Warburton smarmy character, like his, yeah, his mouthful of the Denver character. Uh, like gotcha. it's, uh, All right. Well, the Kronk is an amazing character, so I, I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they were if they were aiming to to invoke Kronk, but it sounds like they're not. Maybe no, yeah. no, because right. he's wearing he's even wearing like a pilot's uniform and uh, oh, there's a video and stuff. Okay, there's a video. Yeah, it's probably. I'll bet you it's on YouTube. I bet you can find that. Oh, that sounds amazing. Hold on. Let's yeah, see if we it can is find really it. funny. Patrick or Yeah, yeah, look Sorin, S O A R I N. S O sorry, S say it again. S O R A I N. S no, S O A R I N like Sorin. Oh, Sorin. Got it. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Found it. Um why are all the videos of people Oh, cuz they have to film it. There's no other source for this. There's not um, a real source. It's people videoing the video. Here we go. Soaring around the world. Dismiss. Okay, here we go. Let's take it a sec here. Okay, here comes Patrick. Hello, My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. Yeah, he's just doing putty. He's really just doing putty. Also, I think this is older because he's he doesn't look like this anymore. He's uh he looks. Uh, well, what was that horror movie we just saw where he was the dad and he came home later? Oh, it was uh. Jingle, well, not jingle all the way, but it was the Christmas one, right? It's the uh, yeah. Was, uh, I have quite the collection of of hentai uh, <laughs> porn. Don't yeah, be, don't be digging through my drawers. <laughs> Looking at his his babysitter well, weird. Better stuff. watch out. Better, yeah, watch, better out. watch out. That was it. Uh, he's he's much younger in this video. I wonder if this is older. Must be older. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably older. Yeah, yeah. This is many years ago. Oh man, mm-hmm. Patrick Warburton, American treasure. That guy. Yeah, love him. He really is. Yeah. Hey Brian, we oh, have some 2003 uh, Cyborg dude. Jeez, okay. Okay, yeah, he look. It looks about right. It looks like yeah. early, like whatever that show was he did with David Spade. What was that called? Oh yeah, Rules of Engagement. That no, what was or, it? Uh, was no, it? Uh, we're all laying in this bed on the poster. Yeah, that's all I can remember is the poster. <laughs> Just I never saw a single episode. Ah, I can't think of it. Anyway, whatever that was, yeah. th- this is that era, I think. Yeah, uh, just post. So somebody did say rules of engagement, so maybe my is it rules of engagement? My flash my flash memory was correct. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, sometimes that's the best memory, unless you're trying to yes. remember what uh, Chester Cheetah is if he's really a cheater. <laughs> and yes, then my exactly. flash memory uh, had an error. It's a I, had, I needed to defrag my memory that day. Yes, you did. Uh, tell me about this meetup you're doing in uh, Dallas yeah. on the 26th. So uh, next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after, can't believe it's already time, is the Texas Pinball Festival. Uh, Tina and I are going to be there that weekend to play a ton of pinball. Everything is going to be set on free play. You just walk around, do some hand sanitizer in between each game. Please don't touch your face and any of that stuff. But um, it is uh, going to be at the Embassy Suites in Dallas. And 
uh, Rusty and Shelly, who um, are, are, are the folks that are uh, bringing Tina and I down there, said, hey, you know, great time to do the meetup would be 2 p.m. at the Cypress Lounge, which is in the hotel. We pretty much will have the run of the place. Nice bar in there. So um, so come. Uh, Tina and I will be there. Um, Barry and Bobby Ann Folk will be there. Oh, nice. Uh, I didn't know they were going. That's great. Yeah, Very cool. I don't, don't know uh, all who's going to be there, but um, <laughs> there'll at least be six of us. And if you show up, then there'll, there'll be seven or eight or nine or ten. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that is going to be, once again, at the Cypress Lounge at the hotel where the Pinball Festival is being held, the Embassy Suites Dallas, March 26th at 2 p.m. Very nice. Be there. Speaking of Barry, Barry I forgot, uh, or not forgot, but I wanted to make sure I mention this again, and I guess it's up on the main site now. So Viva Team. TMS or viavitemsvegas.com now has a link to it. But if you are looking for, uh, let's say you can't come to Vegas in in, uh, in right. April, and that's right. totally fine. But you want the swag to remember it all by, which also helps support the event. Uh, you can find those there. And if you're like, no, I'm going, but I also want the swag. Good news, you can do that too. It's all right there at vivatmsvegas.com or at frogpants.com/tms or wherever you get your <laughs> there's, TMS there's two versions of the purchase you can make the YOLO version where you're going and you get the swag and then the FOMO version where you just get the swag oh we should have no called ticket. them that dang it I should have used those words <laughs> the YOLO and the FOMO yeah the YOLO and the FOMO <laughs> if, whichever you fall into uh, you're great either way um, <laughs> yesterday so Wendy's here currently uh, her and her whole family are here and she said to me yesterday hey I hear there's Vegas TMS Vegas in uh-huh. April and I said oh did I not even tell you that was happening this year and she goes no and I go oh I didn't think about it she may come I don't know oh my god she's she talking about it come. she's talking about it so we'll see she'll be here Thursday we'll we'll poke her on the air yeah we'll put the pressure on <laughs> while she's on the air so we'll see what's going on oh man all right if she's coming then we do something special with with her there yeah we'll have it's her because last time we were there uh your other sister misha was there with us yeah they came misha drove down with me and kim and then wendy flew mm-hmm. and then i think those two took off together they I can't did, remember yeah. what happened. and then i saw misha a few months later on my birthday in the cabana at uh mandalay bay all right I forgot that. That's pretty funny how that worked out. It is crazy, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll we'll let you guys know how she does. Well, she'll be here Thursday, so we can ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Also, hey, uh, somebody, uh, Rishi B in Ann Arbor sent us a thing. Sure, sure. And it, deals, it has to deal with you a little bit. Uh, the Denver Broncos are for sale, so a group of cryptocurrency holders are aiming to buy it through crowd raising, fundraising stuff between crypto holders. Ugh. Yeah. Buy the Broncos, uh, DOA claims, uh, or DAO rather, aims to raise, <laughs> <laughs> DOA, dead on arrival. Yeah, exactly. Um, aims to raise $4 billion to buy the Denver Broncos. I, how does that make you feel as a Broncos fan uh, I, I mean, mean you knew they were for sale though i guess right i knew they were for sale yeah. and that's not a you know that's no surprise there but i don't want crypto bros owning the broncos like no. are they gonna put board ape on the on, like replace the uh the giant bucking bronco on the scoreboard with a board ape yeah yeah bunky bunky uh bucking board ape on there yeah you'll get. no i don't want any of this i don't like any of this i do like the fact that we now have russell wilson from the seahawks mm-hmm um, Are you worried someone we, may buy it and move them, though? Is that a concern or no? Oh, no. I don't think so. You don't think really? they'd leave Denver? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It happens. You know, I mean, you know, teams get it moved does all happen. the time. Like, yeah, so Broncos move, they move, whatever, you know. But uh, mm. um, yeah, right now, Tina's mom has season tickets, and we get to use those uh, quite often. So uh, if they move, then, oh, well, darn. I mean, that would suck. I wouldn't get to go to those games anymore, but okay. <laughs> Speaking of Mandela effect, I always screw this up in my head. I always think yeah. Seattle doesn't have a team anymore. And it's because they don't have a basketball. They don't have an NBA team anymore. Oh, the Supersonics? Yeah, they left or they're yeah. long gone. Does all yeah. whatever they whatever they did. And, be, and when that happened, in my head, it was like all sports left Seattle. And so when everyone brings, anytime anybody brings up the Seahawks, I go, wait, they're not there anymore. But no, they are. Yeah. The Oklahoma City Thunder is what they are now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, I like, look, I like weird new teams. So if Denver left, yeah. let's yeah. think of what they would do do like let's say oh, somebody okay. uh who let's say uh kentucky bought them okay so it's kentucky okay. all right well, yeah what do we call do they them keep the name because like you know how it's the utah jazz when utah when salt lake city is known for uh, maybe 150 other things before you even get to the word jazz <laughs> yeah jazz is jazz is way down on the list i don't know why we didn't change it it's very weird yeah, so they moved to kentucky i mean kentucky kentucky's a pretty good place to have a team named the broncos because of the horse racing kentucky's you oh know, the derby and all that yeah that's not derby. bad so it's it's uh okay you know of all places to think of um moving them it's kind of funny that that's what you come up with um, yeah because it needs to be something that's like not right like a weird um, right exactly uh so the you know the like Alberta uh, or not the Maine, the Portland, Maine Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. What Maine's not known for horsing, right? They're, they're no, known, it's not known for horsing. No, they got the lobsters and the whatnot. Yeah. So they, <laughs> the miserable McConnells. <laughs> I I will have this team move to our great state of Kentucky. <clears throat> well, all right then. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Thanks, Rishi B, for uh, exactly. for reminding let's, let's us. Let the bros don't get the Broncos. Let's keep the bro out of Bronco. What if they called them the Denver Cryptos? Broncos. <laughs> what if it was Cryptos? What would you do then if it was the Cryptos? Oh, God. That'd, that'd, that'd be, I mean, we've already got a stupid arena named uh, crypto, Crypto.com, or what is it? Uh, uh, crypt, is it you guys that have the Crypto.com uh, thing? Is that you? I didn't know that. No, before. definitely not us. We oh, have you said Empower we. Field. Oh yeah, crypto used to be um, uh, used to be uh, Staples, Staples Center, right? right? Staples yeah. Center, which yeah. was already weird. It's already yeah. a little weird that Staples is yeah. the name, but then people got used to it. So maybe they'll get used to the crypto. Oh, I don't want them to though. No, I don't want to get used to that. They should have when when the when it was the Staples Center, they should have put a big easy button on the top of the arena. Yeah. I think that would have been great. That would have been the way to do it. There you go. Little, little stabby stab at the, uh, the quality of the team. <laughs> the there. JK Grabber's right, yeah. <laughs> Is there a dumber name than the team? The Houston Texans. That's <laughs> pretty dumb. That's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. Yeah. yeah. The Houston Texans. That doesn't work. That never did. I can't even remember. What did the... Um, I know the Redskins were the Washington football team for a long time, which was really fun when you were betting on things. It's like, oh, um, I'm betting on the Washington football team. Are yeah. they the... Guardians now? Guardians. No, the Guardians. It is right? the Guardians. Is it the Guardians? I think so. Because it was another team that Commanders. Commanders, Commanders. That's right. Because it was another team that changed their name as the Cleveland Indians are now the Cleveland Guardians, right? Oh. Is that did, what I'm thinking? Yes, they? Cleveland Guardians. Is that now a deal? That's a done deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. I'm fine with Guardians. that. Totally fine with that. It'd be fine. I, I kind of wish that it would be, you know, the Guardian from Alpha Flight would be their mascot, but I guess oh. he's Canadian, so that can't happen. No, plus Marvel. They're hard to work with, man. 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? It feels like Marvel is the easiest license to get your hands on. You just have to like send an email saying, uh, hey, I'd like to make a card game based on uh, Marvel. Is that and before you even finish the email, they've already replied and said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, in fact, here it is. Here's the game all done. It's done. Here's your game. Yeah, exactly. No, you're not wrong. I wonder how much of that, because Disney's notoriously difficult to work with on IP uh, licensing. So I wonder but if I, they get involved at all. Yeah, does know? Disney, so that's a question, and, and you may already know the answer to this. How? What part of Marvel, does Disney own all of Marvel or just the... They own um, everything, all of it. It's everything. I mean, they don't so own. They don't own the rights to. And, yeah, yeah, but they don't own the rights to like Spider-Man. They don't have the film rights sure. to well, because yeah, yeah, there's the existing Sony, contracts. Right, but exactly. Yeah, but they own all that shit, and they it's like the comics and everything are are part of that. It's not just the movie and TV arm, right? All of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the the only thing they and and, and I, I'm sure they're just waiting on pins and needles for some of those licensing deals to end. I don't know if they need to as long as long as like sony's willing to work with them the way they did with spider-man it's fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know the fox stuff was yeah. languishing and then they bought fox and now it's all theirs just, again they need to they just need to pull spider-man we talked about this with steven but they just need to pull spider-man away from sony yeah so that we get some good venom movies and some yeah. i'm worried about morbius man i'm worried i know I, I know i feel your worry on that one and i don't you know i i share your worry i think it looks neat on the outside but yeah you know, it's Sony. Sony doesn't have a good track record with doing this stuff on their own. They just don't. And is so did Fox. Fox didn't. I mean, Fox was hit and miss, but golly, you know. that's that's like two weeks away. Also, yeah, oh. it's, it's in no time, man. It's no, it's crazy. It's in no time. So, um, and Morbius, uh, that really is. You know, we keep seeing Michael Keaton in the trailer, and they never show him with with uh, vulture wings or anything like that. I mean, no. I guess you know, it is the. It's the Spider-Man Sony universe, so that has to be Adrian Toomes, right? That he's playing. I it's assume so. Like a, yeah. yeah, they're not getting. They're, they don't have Batman on on order. I assume old old man Batman <laughs> or, or Birdman for that yeah, matter, or Birdman. <laughs> well, he's bat. Uh, he's Batman in something coming up. Oh, the Flash movie. So they. I think, oh right, which is multiverse. You know, DC yeah, multiverse. Their version of multiverse, yeah. which which is fine. It's an it's a very old multiverse in the comics, but um, yes, we'll see how that pans out. I don't know. I'm worried about yeah. that movie. Because I'm kind of I a Flash too. fan, comics-wise. Not really the yeah. TV. I didn't really watch the TV show much, but love the comic, and I love the character. Um, especially the Jeff Johns run is very good on on that stuff. And our own our own pal um, Howard uh, Porter did the art for most of that. It's very good. Anyway, and Ezra Miller looks like he's going to be able to pull it off. He pulled it off in the Justice League movie. Yeah. and you can't. I can't think of anybody better than Ezra. I hope they fix <laughs> better than Ezra. I hope they fix. I see what you did. I did. Yeah, I yeah, really, truly did. Because it was pretty dang blatant. Yeah, it was good. Unless there's somebody out there who has no idea who that band is. And that's fine. <laughs> there's probably somebody born in the 90s who has no idea who uh, Better Than Ezra yeah, is. Yeah, they're great, by the way. Just for they the record. They are great. They are. Um, but he had a weird animation movement thing in that movie that I kind of hope they rectify. The way he ran was just a little too like. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People at home yeah. can see me do this, but yes. it wasn't my no, favorite. You're, you're right. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but we'll see. And uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pull Michael Keaton out of the out of the uh, the pantheon there, that's that's a good time. And I'm telling you, the mm-hmm. be- the thing DC could do that would make my day, mm-hmm. either as a television show or give me a one off movie. Don't care. Get Michael Keaton in on the deal and make Batman Beyond. And go f- go freaking for it, man! Batman Beyond is one of the coolest things. Ever to come out of like, 
you know, it started as animation. It's like Harley Quinn. It's a great yeah. thing. But it started as an animated series, and now it just lives in my head. It was one of the coolest, coolest things they ever made. It's a great costume, too. Yeah. Is, um, it's always only been animated and, and comics, right? And like, comics, uh, yeah. Because I know they de- developed comics based on it. Yeah, yeah. And those are good, too. Those are quite good. And it's very, like, cyberpunky, like the world they, le- they, they inhabit. And it's, you know, Batman's ancient. And I think Michael Keaton would be amazing for it. I don't know why this isn't a greenlit thing. And at the very least, an HBO series in development. Like, what are they doing? Gosh dang it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, this Friday is our play date. Uh, we're playing video games with each other on yeah. Friday. Yeah. We're doing I haven't even really game. figured out what we're playing. It's too bad we can't do like a a demio that people can pop in and out of, you know? Well, that's, like- that's new soon. Or the, the PC version where it's just on its own is... Hold on. This is a good yeah. thing you brought up because um, that might be already happening. Hold on. Steam. Yeah, it still limits us to the two of us and and a maximum of two other people from... Is it... Hmm. Oh. Sorry, April 7th. It's a ways off. Okay. Okay. But even then, let's see how many people does it support. I think it supports... I think it may support people being in the world and then they're just kind of in, they get to roll in their character. Oh, really? There's like, something so like that. sitting around the table as well with the virtual table. Yeah. And the whole thing is going to be cross platform. So mm-hmm. Steam people can easily play with, with uh, Oculus people and all of that. Cool. Yeah. It's April 7th. That's happening. There is a demo out now, but um, the, the, the other thing I wanted to mention is that game is really cheap at the moment. Um, Oh, is it discounted right now? Oh, they now nah, went up again, but it was oh, ridiculously bummer. cheap, like ten bucks for like a day. Oh wow! I wish I'd have said something to people, and I didn't. Yeah, I, I kept it to myself. Yeah, is there a way? Maybe there's a way that um, the chat room can act as a hive mind and control one of the players. Like, say, you know, like oh, that'd <laughs> every be cool. move is voted on. Like, move to this space and attack that thing. Yeah. Remember when that that old Twitch thing uh, that that auto played uh, Pokemon, like one of the old Game Boy Pokemons, and the crowd, the chat room controlled everything that happened, but it took really? forever because no, I don't remember this oh, at all. You, you, it is insane. I honestly, I think it's one of the things that made Twitch what it is. Like it very early Twitch days, huh. and it was all automated. Like they had some <laughs> robot doing it. It was awesome. It was That's so brilliant. cool. Yeah. yeah. It was chaos, and it was also very slow because it was trying to do everything in the chat room that everybody said to do. Mm-hmm. It's worth checking out if you ever see any of it. It's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, look for that. That's great. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, no oh, there idea. it is right there. No it's, idea that was a thing. There's a whole Wikipedia article on it. Twitch Plays oh. Pokemon. Uh, social experiment you, channel Calhoun. consisting of crowdsourced attempt to play Game Freaks and Nintendo's Pokemon video games. Uh, by parsing commands sent by users through the channel's chat room, it holds the Guinness World Record for having the most participants on a single-player video game, online video game ever, with 1,165,140. So that's simultaneous players. No one will ever beat that record because that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not normal. Um, let's see. Peak simultaneous participation, 120,000, 121,000. <laughs> this is back in 2014, so... That's insane. Yeah, it's Holy really cow. great. It's fun to watch wow. those archives if you ever get a chance. Yeah, no kidding. It's pretty neat. All right. Well, okay. folks, look what we've done. Yeah, we'll we've... figure out what we're playing Friday, but uh, yeah, 
And we, and, and we promise it's happening Friday and it will not be a... It's a misprint. It's not a misprint. <laughs> not a typo. Not a typo. See, typo's better. Typo's way better. It's funny. It's shorter. It's the way he well, would say it's it. the same number of syllables, but typo. It's, it's, typo. it's super putty sounding, you yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. He's like the hell... You got to end on uh, stuff. And typo is it's like... Typo. It's a typo. Yeah. Oh, it's so much better. Misprint. <laughs> it's not as funny. Maybe we could go in and edit it and then submit it as a like a, a dubbed version. And, yeah, uh, and then they'll, and they'll change just it. Replace it. Yeah, they'll who, get him. I don't even know where it is anymore. They'll call Mr. Mr. Horburton and they'll have him re-record it. <laughs> right. And it'll they don't be even fun. need to. I'll do it. I'll do it for him. All right, Brian will do it. You, you, you hear us, NBC Universal, whoever owns the rights right That's now? Probably Peacock, right, is where it's... Uh, where it's well, the show, it's on Netflix it's at the moment, but... Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know, actually. I don't know. You know how these things I'll are. It's, I'll bet it's going to. Well, it's with Castle Rock Entertainment. Yeah, they, I don't know. They own, right now, Netflix got them for some locked-in period. I don't know how long that is. But they took it from Hulu, and now everyone wants to fight over Seinfeld. It's in their top three every day. What yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. It's not like we're just yeah. making this up, you guys. That was a really popular show. All right. <laughs> uh, here comes this. Hey, look what it is. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Do you like snacks? Craft beer? Goofy people? The Snack Network is the place for you. Dave Moore and friends have been tasting new things on YouTube for just over a year now. Almost every day we taste something new and try to keep you up to date on the latest in snack and fast food news. Come taste stuff with us. The Snack Network YouTube channel can be found at thesnacknetwork.com. We can also be found on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at thesnacknet. And if you'd like to taste something for us and share your channel, Twitch, or other socials, just send us a DM on Twitter. Hope to see the tadpole in our comments. Yeah. He wants me to go retry Taco Bell Nacho Fries for the Snack Network. Oh, you should do that. Why don't you do that? You should do that. that. Because I didn't like him before. Maybe, you know, I'll give him another chance just for for, uh, Mr. Moore there. Maybe they're vastly improved over what they were previously. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. 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 You'll find out maybe. today when Brian does a thing we can't tell you about yet. All right. <laughs> uh, there's a Here's a story that's perfect to start with, given its connection to snacks. Yes. I mentioned well, this that. yesterday. Uh, there are five fewer Doritos per bag now, thanks to inflation. <sighs> yeah. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah. Yes, it's always the current president's fault when this happens. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is way more likely that it's that it's Trump related. Like, uh, well, oh, I needed those. Actually, I took those uh, five Doritos. <laughs> Had to have them in the uh, Oval Office for the uh, per for bag. The- Per bag, I need five for every bag. College basketball team with the hamburgers. We had a bunch of Doritos there as well. <laughs> I don't know. I think if we can blame anybody, we can blame. Uh, Putin with a with a dash of pandemic, I think, is probably <laughs> who we can blame here. Yeah, um, Putin-demic. Yeah, I really do hate though that whole like. It doesn't. I'm not. This is. This has no sides to it. Whoever's in charge and yes, gas prices right. go up, somebody it, you immediately it's all blame that dude. Blame the current it's so stupid for, to me. Yes, it's the it's yes. the most like mindless, pointless thing to do because it's a bullcrap and b. What's the point? I hate it. I hate that. Anyway, uh, there are five less Doritos per bag uh, due to inflation. If your bag of Doritos seems suspiciously skimpy on chips lately, you're not alone. Frito-Lay confirmed that it's decreasing the number of chips you get per bag by five 
whole delicious triangles in 2021 and 22 in order Those to... Bags, by the way, are also super puffy, also due to inflation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I get it. Inflation. I get it. It's an inflated... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank it's you. inflated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this is according to Quartz. I don't know who that is. Quartz. It must be a Quartz. news thing. News news source. Yeah. I don't know, but I need a bunch of it to um, to turn into glass so that I can create a, a drill mod for my um, Astroneer. Ooh. Need more Ooh. Quartz. Well... You got to just dig around and you'll find weird yeah. looking noodly things in the ground. And then yep. you uh, yep. put them on your thing like a bunch of pine give, cones. Give me some noodly, noodly yeah. things. Little Actually, noodly I'm things. creating an auto extractor and I'm just going to auto extract the quartz. That's how you do it. Did you get your last planet? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You did. Okay. I finished the game. I got the credits, but now I'm like, now there's like um, going around and finding the probes on every planet, which I didn't do. There's. Um, there's oh there is something else too there's like a a mat thing mat thing on each planet that i can plug an exo chip into and a whole new set of quests and stuff so it's like they nice. got their hooks in me yeah they've got you and, in this small and i want to i just and now i want to like i'm building out my base i like well i moved my entire base over to be close to one of these gateway chambers so that i can get to the other planets just by going on the little stone yeah no, you should. You look. You're in the middle of Endgame. Soon they'll yeah. release a new raid. You'll be able to raid. Just <laughs> they have been that. putting out new stuff. I mean, that Space Snails thing was what last year. They're they're yeah. still adding stuff. Oh yeah, too. they're busy. I gotta watch the. Uh, there's a documentary about it that I gotta watch. Is it the uh, that clip no clip series? Um, I, I think, think I saw so. this. Let me see. Astroneer documentary. It is by Noclip, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. You should watch that. Is it? Yeah. Cool. It's very good. You should watch a lot of those. They're all good. Those guys know oh, what really? they're doing. Oh, really? So they do a lot of, uh, it's like different different documentaries, different video game documentaries? Yeah. If somebody's, um, has, well, so Danny O'Dwyer runs that, runs Noclip, mm-hmm. and he's, mm-hmm. uh, if that name's familiar, people may remember him from back in the GameSpot days. He did a lot of their video production at GameSpot. He also is currently one of the co-hosts or people on the panel show giant bomb oh and okay. he uh for the most part though his main gig is it's as far as i know it still is but it's this no clip stuff and it's basically just really intimate documentary looks at indie game developers not just indie indies though it's like big stuff too um and they've interviewed some crazy crazy really interesting uh people cool. from the industry but my favorites are the indie coverage so that one's really good the one for oh, hades good. is amazing Somebody in the chat room said, I yeah. don't even know if I know the Hades game. So oh, this will probably also help to uh, introduce me to some games that may wean me off of uh, Astroneer. Although, if, as soon as I'm tired of Astroneer, I'm going back to Pokemon Arceus because uh, I'm oh, loving yeah. that too. It's just they're waiting for you. They are. He's just sitting there. He's sitting there in his little village waiting for me to go get more uh, Eevees. Got to get off his Arceus or whatever they call it. Ah! See what I did? Go. See what I did? Hey, Doritos, five less per bag. Yeah, five less per bag. How's that sound? Someone in the chat suggested just break a few and you'll have five extra chips, but it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> That's a very Ernie and Bert way of handling it, I would say. It kind of is, yeah. Right. Um, anyway, here's the difference in five chips. 9.25 ounces versus 9.75 ounces, what you used to get. Uh, might not seem like a lot, um, but unless you're one with a short bag, I suppose. Anyway, time reported in 2020 or 2014 uh, with regards to Frito-Lay's flavored chips. More uh, For 200 million bags of chips, that means the total amount saved is upwards of $50 million. Wow. Yep. 
If you're trying to cut costs, remove chips. Yeah. Um, but the price hasn't gotten any smaller. That's the bummer. That's should have gotten two percent smaller for those <laughs> missing chips. I agree. <laughs> Give them thirty million, and then right. figure out a way right. to cheapen the bag enough to take up that other twenty. We're good. Uh, yeah. Doritos aren't the only product gotten smaller while charging you the same price. We've also got one fewer brushes out of a tube of Crest uh, 3D White Radiant Mint toothpaste. 28 fewer crackers out of a box of family size original wheat thins. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. I think that's quite a bit. Yeah. That's a fair, that's a layer in that box of uh, many crackers. Right? <laughs> It is. Yeah, we're yeah, not. That's we're, a, I mean, it's, you know, they're smaller than Doritos, but the the wheat thins are, you know. Yeah. yeah, that is. That's a whole serving at least. Is it? Is that how many you're supposed to eat in a serving? Twenty nine. That seems like a lot, doesn't it? It Does. Uh, I was surprised. I looked at it recently because I, with Noom, you do say like, oh, one serving of wheat thins and hummus or something like that. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, it was a surprising number. It was like, oh, I can have a lot of these uh, for 160 calories. We have a smart chat. They know about this term called shrinkflation, which is what this is. You you don't raise your price, but you lower what you give. And it's mm-hmm. effectively the same thing, but mm-hmm. it makes your customers not get too pissed about your prices going up. Going up. I remember the uproar when um, airline food... They did something with the airline food, and maybe it was similar to like the Taco Bell olives on the Enchirito, but they they stopped including something on the the chicken or fish, and it saved United Airlines, you know, two million dollars a year. Or yeah, something. yeah. I heard so I read something similar to that about the peanuts, and it was because everyone had told me they got rid of peanuts because of allergies or potential allergies for mm-hmm. people who have peanut allergies. Because there's some people, I guess, you open a pack of peanuts, they could be five rows away, and now they're in anaphylactic shock, and you got to put yeah. a thing in their leg or whatever. Um, but what I read was that was a side bonus of it costing so much money to make the peanuts, package the peanuts, have the peanuts there. But also, there's a liability to the whole thing when people are allergic. So by eliminating those, they caught, they caught, they cut so much money. Yeah. And that's why they do it with the seats. Hey, why do you think I can barely fit in a plane anymore? My knees are up to my freaking chest. It's because they're, <laughs> it's called shrinkflation, baby. Yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> oh, we were able to get four more rows in there just by making everybody uncomfortable. Woo. Yeah, woo. Uh, let's see. Um, several fewer sips of your bottle of Gatorade. Uh, oh. Also, uh, they're passing higher supply prices on to consumers with sneaky downsizing and repackaging. Uh, there's a whole that quartz article or whatever has a whole bunch of other products, but the main one was yeah Doritos five chips less. Damn bastards! I have a bag bastards. over. I have a bag over there uh, in the storage room that is not one of these bags. Mm-hmm. Should I keep it? Will it be worth something? <laughs> Collector's item. Yeah. This is a a uh, plus five chip bag right here mm-hmm. on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> and before anyone starts going f capitalism, I see you there, Claire. Uh, I think it's. I don't know that that's a capitalism problem. That's a supply and demand problem. And it's also, uh, I don't know how you avoid that in any kind of system. Uh, show me how that's any different than any other kind of uh, economic system. And I'll be happy to look at it, but I don't know yeah. how that works. Maybe we, maybe we make ourselves more susceptible to this um, via capitalism. I don't know, but I am no economic expert. I have no idea. But I do know this. A Florida man made 911 calls to have his meth tested for authenticity. <laughs> uh, 
Is this 100% meth? Yeah, how do I know? I tried tasting it. It didn't do shit. Uh, Florida man is accused of calling 911 to have its me- his methamphetamine he bought at a, a bar tested for authenticity, according to authorities. It was real, and he was arrested. Uh, Thomas Eugene Colucci. Does that sound right? <laughs> it does. Thomas Eugene Colucci. Okay. What the... All right, visualize this guy. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, scruffy, mm-hmm. uh, def- desperately in need of a shave, wearing a trucker hat, long, sandy... Sandy brown, sandy blonde hair, right? Yeah. What iron on is on the front of his white t- his white stained t-shirt? Oh gosh. I don't know. What do you see there? What do you picture on his white stained t-shirt? I'm thinking it's uh it's either a um, uh truckzilla, like it's either uh like a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> or it's it's an iron-on from the TV show Riptide. Yeah, yes! <laughs> Characters from Riptide. That's a good one. Riptide doesn't get enough uh, exposure in these in this day and age, so right, I'm going right. with that vote. I think it says, because he sounds Italian, maybe it's this. Cacio e pepe. Maybe that's it. <laughs> that's probably it. Or is uh, it, it's an I'm with stupid t-shirt, but he doesn't have a friend uh, to wear it with. There you go. Oh, I like that. I'm with, yeah. yeah. How do you do that if you don't have a st- friend stupider than you? Yeah, he shouldn't wear that shirt. Is is the deal? Uh, This guy just wears it and just crosses off the whip. This is how it went. So he calls the sheriff's office. He says, "Yo, what up with my meth? How do I find out?" Deputies arrived at his home. He said he'd tried some of the meth and believed it was bath salts. He told deputies he was an experienced drug user who knew what it should feel like. He says, Uh, "I feel like this. He's." He's an experienced idiot, too. <laughs> Can you tell me if this is bath salts? I paid for meth. Yeah. I'm an expert, but I need a confirmation yeah. from my local law enforcement. Right. right. Who normally arrest people for having meth. How dumb are you, this guy? Um, let's see. Gucci then handed two small bags to the deputy saying he wanted to put uh, d- that he wanted to put the person in trouble for selling dangerous drugs. So he thought he was doing like a you know community yeah, service. Yeah, public here. service. Like, let's get that guy off the street because he might be selling fake meth. Yep, yep. Uh, and the deputy did what he asked. He did a field test out there. They have field tests for this. <laughs> On a sample of the white crystal-like substance in the two bags. The substance, both baggies, tested positive for methamphetamine. And Colucci was arrested and went to jail. So so if it, if it would have turned out to be Coffee Mate, yeah. would... would Thomas Colucci have been arrested, or would they just have said, <laughs> "You dumbass," oh, and they just left? I don't know. That's a good question. I was because I was wondering why they would even bother with a field test. Here's a guy who thinks he has meth, maybe has bath salts, but there's no arrest in any without case, it. Bought drugs and is admitting that he bought drugs. I think if he didn't have drugs, they couldn't. There's no. There's no reason for arrest unless you do a false report type thing, or but, but okay. the guy thought he was being honest i don't know i don't know i feel like if you need a law expert if you admit that you tried to buy drugs that's almost as bad as buying drugs i don't know i just don't know enough about that stuff but that's pretty interesting (laughs) bobby frank says no what law would have you committed it's not illegal to buy not drugs (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i think it's illegal to buy something you think is illegal like because when you uh when you 
think it's a hooker, but it's actually an undercover cop. Yeah. Your propositioning, your you know, your intent is there, even though that's not a hooker. Right. Yes, that's my take. I'm with Brian on this. You can call it entrapment, but that's what people do. You you have a fake hooker. Yeah. Hey, baby, what are you looking for? A good time? Oh yeah, I sure do. Let's go here, <laughs> and then they bust him. What's the difference? Right. Exactly. Yeah, this is a little weird because the guy it's actually. It's illegal them. to buy not hooker. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, dude. It's just as illegal to buy not drugs as it is to buy not hooker. I feel like none of us. I feel like none of us know, and all of us would would do. You know what? Hey, um, Arch, if you're listening, yeah, uh, he was here last week. Actual cop in Nashville. Send me a message and let me know how this works. Okay, mm, he's seen it some is a stuff. good point. Yeah, Amy does say yeah, but the charge there is solicitation, which is what you've done. That's a really that's a good point. Uh, right. And yeah, we do guy, need some. We do need some research. We need some further. Um, further. Yeah, if a cop was posing as a, this. if there was a cop posing as a drug dealer, as a drug this, dealer, and you bought and you yeah. tried to buy drugs from him, right. You'd be buying not drugs, right? You would, and you would be arrested because you and showed intent and you bought. He tried to buy drugs, right? Yes. In this case, he bought drugs. <laughs> well, no. I, there's a thin line between entrapment and that's yeah, a whole other like thing. Entrapment is when you're like saying, hey, I know you haven't tried drugs before, but I have got a great deal on drugs. Come yeah, over. Come and, over and, and check and out these drugs. drugs. Yeah. Yes. It's not somebody. You were planning on buying drugs before until you saw that he was having a drug sale. Right. Right. So because if you say that's entrapment, that's like saying everything a cop ever does in in uh, undercover is an entrapment thing. And it's not. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if a guy goes undercover with the mob and finds out who's killing who and gets tape on who's doing what, that's not entrapment. That's catching uh, the bad guys doing see. shit. So um, who was it? Pops and Recline found um, an article about this. Selling counterfeit. 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 Selling counterfeit. Counterfeit. I believe these drugs might be counterfeit. <laughs> Could you test these and tell me? Yeah. Selling counterfeit illicit drugs is illegal, even if the substances used to make the imitation drug are not illegal on themselves. Well, that's that's the the sell the seller. Yeah, it's illegal to convince somebody that you're selling fake drugs. Right. Yeah, that's the other way. That, that other doesn't direction. that still doesn't say you know whether or not it's illegal to buy fake drugs. Boy, I used to love the uh, Denny's. Used to make great counterfeiters. You remember those counterfeits? Mm. Oh, they were yeah. so good. Wash them yeah, down. Yeah, but you had to eat them at the counter. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> you couldn't take it back to your table. Sorry, sir. These are counter fritters. These are counter fritters, not table fritters. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for today's news. We okay. we wish that guy well. I guess I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I wish him. Yeah. I, I hope he's fine. Uh, he ended up having chest pains in the car because he freaked out when they took him away, and he went to the hospital. Um, he he oh, turned gosh. out to be okay. He just panicked. <laughs> Please tell me he went, Elizabeth. I'm coming. <laughs> Have them counterfeiters the ready. Reference that only people of a certain age will get. Yeah. But- <laughs> and even then, most of them are dead. All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to spend some time with our good pal, maker and breaker, breaker and maker of things, uh, Bilderan. He'll be here. And of course, some science with Bobby. That's all coming up after this song selection from Brian Ibbett. Yeah, this time we're going over to Pittsburgh for a band called the Mystic Sears, S-E-E-R-S, not the 
not the place where you buy your dungarees and your Amana radar ranges, but Mystic Sears, mm-hmm. Sears, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, this is actually a, a project funded by a producer and multi-instrumentalist named Derek White. He's the main guy in this. They have a brand new album that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, this is the first single from it. This is a song called You Caught Me Lion, featuring uh, David Bubenheim from Pet Clinic. Uh, here are Mystic Sears, You Caught Me Lion.
Do this for me, dragon. Do this, and I will burn the banana tree. Nobody will ever summon you again. Are you trying to tell us that there's another one of those things out there? This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Hey, Brian, who was that song? Yeah, again? that's uh, those were the Mystic Sears from their uh, brand new single, "You Caught Me Lying." Nice and uh, great, great song there. All right, uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go get in the car and yep. I'm going to disconnect from this Discord and rejoin when I get in the car and see if I can uh, see how the sound quality is. And yep. And uh, can I get? I need. I need a reference point. Can I get the audio clip that I'm going to be emulating? Yes, the uh, audio the clip. So time? yes, that's really that's a really good point. You want to be able to say this yeah, properly. I need to be able to get it right. Yeah. Here he is, right here. Hey, two Oregon fish sandwich. So you got to right, make sure that. Hey, hey, two Oregon fish. Okay. Yep, you got to go. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, fish fish sandwich. Sandwich. There you go. It was perfect. All right. All right okay. So go do that. Uh, when you so when you disconnect Discord, leave. It should let you still come in yeah, anytime should, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm invited into this one. Yeah, you yeah. haven't removed me from the group. So yeah, you should be totally fine. Okay. Right, here we so go. there, there he goes. There goes Brian. Oh, I'm going to move this. Yeah, I'm going to move that by. He says he's waving. All right. Uh, there he goes. We're going to see how this works. This might be. This might be the greatest thing we ever did. Quite possibly the worst thing we ever did. I don't know. Uh, but I do know this. We're going to call Bill Duran and get him in here and see what he has to say about things in life. And I'm stalling because I can't find... There he is. Okay. You know, you forget. Sometimes you, your friends are, are their names in uh, things like Discord. And sometimes it's their company names. And it throws me every time. But today we're doing this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us all the way from PunishProps.com in the beautiful, beautiful uh, state of Washington State uh, with its uh, fog and its rain. And uh, it's uh, sunny right now. Oh. I'm looking at it. You should get no out blank. in there. <laughs> go get some vitamin D today, man. Get out in there and soak it up some. You know? Good idea. Yeah. I'll go for a walk. I think you should. Bit. Uh, hey, it's good to have you here. Uh, Brian's driving to a restaurant, and he may pop in here any minute with a with a oh. with a weird uh, thing. We're doing a little bit of a bit to see how it works. That um, makes total sense. Yeah, and it gets better the more I explain it. Um, hey, so Bill, you're uh, here every Tuesday talking about stuff you've been making and doing over there. Tell us, tell us more. Yeah, uh, today I wanted to talk about college, about school. Oh, school. All right. Yeah. Well, your- sometimes young makers are. High school aged uh, people will ask me, you know, what courses should I take or what major should I take if I want to be a prop maker? Yeah. Uh, or should I even go to college at all? Uh, now, of course, I, I did not go to college to be a prop maker. <laughs> no. I learned all that on my own. Uh, I went to school to be a um, 3D modeler, animator, artist guy. Uh, and I figured I could share my college experience and that would help people. And you could probably share a little bit about your college experience. Yeah, of course. Uh, are you, um, so I always remember this when having conversations with you from before. So tell me if I'm wrong, but you studied 3d modeling and animation. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you landed a, a pretty good gig at Microsoft, mm-hmm. but you weren't doing any of that stuff there, right? No, yeah. I was doing glorified data entry. Isn't it funny I mean, it's just funny to me. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. Maybe not funny, funny, haha. But it's funny how a lot of our college experience, and for that matter, even high school interests, 
they don't always translate to where you think they're going to translate to. Like you, yeah. you're, while you're there, you're like, well, I know exactly where I'm going to be positioned with this, or I know exactly where I'm going to go with this or whatever. And then you end up somewhere else and you may be using some of those skills and you may be got your foot in the door because of your degree or, you know, all these other mm-hmm. things may be true, but you don't always end up doing the thing you thought you were going to do, at least not initially. But these days, uh, running your own company and building your own stuff, you, you probably use more 3D modeling than you have since college is my guess. Yeah, I do a lot more th- with 3D printing now. Yes, I do a lot more 3D modeling and I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, Brian, what do you think of that, Brian? Brian? What do you think? Oh, <laughs> Yep, I'm here. I'm just going to mute myself, though. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. It's too noisy. Yeah, it's a little noisy, but if you mute yourself, it'll be totally fine. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? You can't hear us? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> this is going to go great then. Perfect. Anyway, uh, so, so, yeah, sorry. The path, yeah, the path I eventually took... Uh, there's no resemblance to the path I assumed I would take, but every step of the way I learned something that became useful, uh, later on. So I do a lot of 3d modeling now. Um, and I enjoy that a lot too. I'm glad I get to do that. Uh, but also like at Microsoft, I learned what to do and what not to do on an email thread with hundreds of professional people. Like, there are a lot of skills I picked up along the way Hi, that are helpful now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, being able to write a decent email to someone and, and one that's not really long to get good communication back and forth. I did a lot of that when I worked at Microsoft, and those are skills I still use today. Uh, and I certainly didn't use learn any of that in, in college. Sure, sure. Uh, but, but those so yeah, it's interesting but, though, like some of the stuff would would you what would you say the number one thing that happened in college is the thing you rely on the most now? Was it something specific to three D modeling or was it something like No. No, I learned how to listen or I learned how to talk to a dude or you know, like what No I made my best friends, my wife and like three or four actually Five, I think, of my best friends who all moved to Seattle with me. We all met in college. That's like awesome. that's that's the coolest and best thing I got out of the co- out of the college experience. Yeah. So I went to school for quote computer art in the year two thousand, uh, and it was pretty vague what it meant for computer art. Uh oh, I activated my Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That can happen. I can't, I can't say the c word. Yeah. Well, it's uh, one of those words is good not to say, but yeah, go ahead. Right. So um, I did a lot of Photoshop, some After Effects. I used a lot of Maya uh, when I was in college. That was kind of the main thing we learned. Uh, but most of the technical skills I picked up were from my fellow students. I didn't have any professors who were uh, focused on 3D modeling or animation, which was the thing I was the most li- interested in. Yeah. So I did a lot of that stuff in school, but I didn't learn a lot of it from my professors. I learned it from my friends. We all did our own research out of school or out of class. We did a lot of um, experimenting with Maya and learning how to do all the cool, fun stuff you could do in it. We did all that like outside of school hours. So when I think, you know, I paid for that experience, it's a little little bit of a bummer, right? That I I didn't get more of what I wanted out of school academically. Sure. I think that ends well, up being a lot of people's end up feeling that way. I know I felt that yeah. way. I know like Justin Robert Young always talks about his journalism degree. He got it uh, right. in New York and he 
he tells everyone. Oh, the Daily Orange. Yeah, yeah. he as tells the Syracuse Universe. Yeah, exactly. And he he tells everybody, don't don't do it, don't waste your money. Oh, Brian Ibbett joining us. Brian, hello. I'm here. You're you're not getting any echo, are you? Uh, not much. A little bit. Not too bad though. Okay. All right. I can mute myself when I'm not uh, when I'm currently not ordering. However, uh, as soon as this white car goes behind me, yeah. And I think I'll actually have a straight shot to the first drive-through speaker. First up is McDonald's. Oh, all right, sweet. Oh, all right. And you haven't been there in a couple Nissan years or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So they won't recognize me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan Sentra is trying to decide which of the two uh, lines he's going to go in. There we go. He's taking the. Oh, he's taking that one. Okay. So I'm behind uh, a woman in a an Infinity. Yeah. Uh, license plate number. Uh, no, just- <laughs> Can we get some uh, we get some location data from your uh, your your phone? Uh, all that stuff would be great. Yeah. Um, so exactly, are they? Yeah. So are you right? So is she ordering right now? She is. She's ordering. Uh, yeah, I could almost I could open my window and actually hear probably what she's ordering. Ooh, but, let's uh, hear what she's getting. I want to hear it. Let's see what she's got. Let's see. She sounds like if she's in a Lexus or something, she's probably real weird about it. Infinity. Yeah. Infinity. I'm sorry. Uh, no, now she's not talking. She's looking down, probably at her phone. I bet she's picking up stuff for the office. Oh, she! Someone sent her on an errand. Okay. So, like said, you know, eighteen egg McMuffins and and a whatnot. Right. This is good because this this drive-through has an escape route. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if if I can't get the fish sandwich, I'm not stuck behind three cars trying to get out oh that's good <laughs> i always hate the mcdonald's one because they got that well like you're describing that split thing and it always feels weird trying to fight yeah. over who gets it and when they get it and i clearly picked the wrong one the other the other one opened up i'm switching to the other one i'm backing up oh geez out of one to go into the other there's no cars behind me oh, it's like action pack though i like it i like it it is it is so look at that i'm, gonna, I'm going right around the uh, the infinity here. all right here we go window going down here or window go. going up yeah okay here comes Bill. You're you're gonna be so happy you were here for this. Great. Yeah, I promise. Uh, <laughs> Brian, do you need another? Do you need a trainer on this thing real quick? Or are you good? No, I can get started today. Hey, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich? <laughs> uh, let me check with the kitchen real quick. Uh, actually, no, we do have fish sandwiches at this moment. All right, I'll take. Uh, I'll just take one then. One fish sandwich. Anything else I can grab for you? I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Gold, gold struck on the refrigerator. Yeah, got it. One. Nailed it. Yeah, Keep not, that voice up. I'm sh- I'm actually shocked. It's this that it isn't too early to get one at ten. I'm surprised by this. This is this is good news. Okay, how much? I'm sorry. How much you say it is? Okay. <laughs> really? That's an expensive fish sandwich. Holy crap! <laughs> When did those when did those become almost six dollars? <laughs> Thank you. It's still cod, right? Can I use some swordfish? <laughs> this is like Kim's expensive uh, lobster roll she got the other day. Everything's too expensive right now. Thank you very much. Thank you too. You did the guy's voice the whole time. That's amazing. I had to do it the whole time. I got to commit to the bit. Yeah, man. committing to the bit. This is very good. All right. Uh, it would tell us your next stop before. Bill. It would tell us your next stop uh, before next I uh, uh, go back to Bill. Uh, next stop will be Wendy's. All right, Wendy's, everybody. Broke. If everybody has a fish sandwich and they're five, five and a half bucks each, I'm going to be broke by the time we're done with this bit. 
I can't believe how much money that was. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah, all right. Mute us. Okay, Bill. So one of the things I was going to say about, um, well, this is very college-like, go and get fast food and stuff. So this yeah. kind, of, kind of fits. Um, I have two memories of, three memories of college. Similar experience with learning from my classmates. I feel like I learned more from them than I did any, any of my professors. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, I I do, I think it cost way too much money at the time. I still think that's true, and it's way more now. Um, that bugged me. And then the life drawing class I took, where we drew naked people all day. Yeah, still one of the most valuable courses I ever took. And right. Every, <laughs> and everyone at home's but- gonna be like, "Oh, Scott, you perv! What naked people? No, I'm telling you, like from a technical standpoint, from an uh, 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 anatomy understanding like just learning how to draw people form motion this sort of stuff that class was invaluable and kind of all worth everything else i did it was worth it yeah uh quick story about that um i walked in i was in the advanced figure drawing class we had a different room with a different model but i I showed up for class and i walked into the beginner uh nude model class and the model was my roommate dave (laughs) yeah nice Nice, uh, Dave, one of my very best friends who I've seen naked again since then, and <laughs> so a, a different, definitely a different. Incident. Wait, what was the second context? Not in life drawing, but we, what we lived together. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And, and he was he uh, just walked a lot more back then. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could see, I could see that being a little looser. If uh, you know, yeah. you've already seen him in uh, class. What's the big deal if he walks through the house naked? Sure. So also though, if you want to take a figure drawing class, you can just take them you don't have to go to college for that um they that's happen true. all the time that's true uh my buddy dave uh realized he could make decent money during college being a nude model so he did that and not just for the school there was a group of artists in town who did weekly meetups and they hired models to come be their nude model and he would just <laughs> go hang out with some people he didn't know and stand there naked for a sure. while they paid him like 20 bucks an hour which sure. in 2000 when you were 21 years old. That was pretty great. No, oh, that's pretty good cash. All right, we come back to Brian Ibbett. I believe he's in the Wendy's line here. Yeah, I'm in the Wendy's uh, drive-through here. Yeah, Actually, yeah. It's funny. I got here really quick. I've been here for like two minutes. I just, I just didn't want to interrupt uh, Bill's uh, life drawing naked roommate story. No, that so was good. that was a good insertion right with them. For oh, yeah, with the window. All right, let's okay. see what we got here. All right. This is so dumb. Welcome to Wendy's. We'll get started for now. Hey, uh, is it too early to get a fish sandwich? <laughs> Fortunately, it is. We'll start serving fish at temper. Okay, I got one from McDonald's. Do you want that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's another drive-thru where I do have an easy escape, oh. so I didn't mind doing that. Oh, my hell. I just coughed up a lung. That was, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I assume he said no. What did he say? I didn't hear it. He, he did. He did not respond. So I just slowly <laughs> rolled up my window and drove away. <laughs> oh, that poor guy! <laughs> All right. So, so is Taco Bell's the next one, or what's next? Uh, Burger King will be next. Uh, all right. That one's a little further away, so I think we'll we'll be able to get a, a, an entire Bill story. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we might be able to hear more, um, all of his uh, things before he goes. All right, uh, so uh, we'll see you on the other side there, Brian. You're doing God's work here. All right, uh, Bill, sorry. You were saying, where were you? Where were you saying? What were you saying? Uh, yeah. 
So my uh, so being a nude model can be highly lucrative. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you want to make some no. extra money, go get naked. Right, right. So so basically, um, I, I can't replace my college experience because it was great. I went to some pretty cheap schools, so I didn't have a ton of debt. I did have some debt um, that I have paid off, which feels great. Yeah. Um. So my experience was pretty good for me, uh, though the benefits were not necessarily academic. Yeah. <laughs> I think nowadays um, anyone could learn almost any technical skill in the college of YouTube, on YouTube University. There's so much. Everything I learned technically in in college, you can learn for free on the internet now. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And if any, if you don't want to, if you want something a little better, there are services that do paid things. Mm-hmm. They're still so much cheaper than college like um Skillshare or lynda.com or any of those. Sure. And we and we so realize is I, I fully agree with you on all of this and I they're going to be some mm-hmm. people to go, "Yeah, but that ain't going to get me the job I'm trying to get." True, right. true. We still live in a time or an era when, you know, your education, whether you got a good one or not, is completely determined by this piece of paper you got. Um, sure. And so. there are there are definitely um jobs and career paths that require certifications and that sort of thing, and you kind of gotta go to school for that. Yeah. But for most technical skills, maker type skills, and artistic type skills, like I, I, I can't unless you got you're just flush with money. I can't recommend going to art schools specifically for the technical skills. Mm-hmm. But if you do want that college experience, like the life between living at home and living in the real world, this sort of buffer where you um, are kind of safe to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. That can be a thing that people need. Yeah. Um, and I think I benefited a lot from that. Uh, my food was paid for. My, my boarding was paid for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't going to go hungry or get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was safe to make a lot of mistakes, which was really great. Um, so if you want to pay for that experience, maybe just don't, pay a lot for that experience don't go into a huge amount of debt just to get the college experience yeah even other than that learn the technical skills that you uh want online yeah and if you want you know there's um at least here solid community college which is not a gigantic organization but a pretty decent community Mm -hmm. college um as much fun as we like to make of that sort of thing in the shows like community is a really good place to get started and see oh, kind of yeah. how you want to feel about stuff. And they have great sure. this for example, I I took some life drawing classes there and they were great. In fact, they were probably better than the ones at the U at the time. Um but also college is a lot more money than it used to be. Yeah, I, I haven't even looked it up. I, I don't want to. It's really <laughs> bad. Gonna. Yeah, that stuff you did, the 3D yep. modeling stuff is not cheap. Now. No, no. Uh not that it was then, but <clears throat> that has also, not stopped or gotten cheaper. So, just one more quick thing: uh, if you want, if you're a, more of a maker, look into vocational schools. Like, learn to weld. Like, get certified as a professional welder. Not only will that be that be useful to make your own stuff, but like you can get a job today. Yeah, as a welder, uh, paying pretty good money. Yeah, they make. Great uh, and money. then you've got a lot more <laughs> options. So. Yeah, true. Uh, well, there you go. I like uh, this is good. There's nothing wrong with a little vocational uh, arts sort of discussion. Once in a while. Oh, we got okay. Looks like Bill's gonna witness our, our our Wendy's thing or whatever it is, or Burger King. No, no, this is Burger King. Yeah, this yeah. is Burger King time. All right. Uh, what's the over under? What's the over under? Uh, they're gonna have it. Uh, no, I'm gonna say they won't yeah. have them. I'm gonna say no as well. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, is it too early to get a fish sandwich? Big fish. Yeah. How many? Just one. And it jumps? Nope, that's tit. <laughs> that's a tit? 
Did you say that's a tit? <laughs> how many? <laughs> yeah, how no, many? Big fish or big fish? Big fish. Big wow. fish? Really? You're getting a Tim Burton movie. They're going to hand you the DVD. <laughs> this one's six bucks. Holy cow. Wow. Oh, my wow. gosh. What is with fish? The wild salmon <laughs> fish sandwich. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Freshly caught? Brian, that's... Good morning. How are you? <laughs> oh, good. Thanks. So, I didn't know Burger King had fish. I don't know if you can hear me saying this. Hey, hey, Brian. Brian. Okay. Okay. Right, thanks. <laughs> Are you so so? Even at the window, you're keeping up the voice and stuff. I have to. <laughs> this is the same guy. This is the same guy. <laughs> I love this so much. I love this so much. <laughs> and chat, it is a tax write-off. He can put all this fish on his taxes. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. told Tina before I left uh, that uh, yeah, don't don't eat anything for lunch in an hour and a half because you're gonna have a lukewarm fish sandwich. Yeah, and you're and you're gonna and you're gonna <laughs> like it because it was six bucks. You're gonna like it. No sides, by the way. No no fries. No no nothing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little shocked by. I guess it's something we could have looked up before, but I'm shocked by the price. It's crazy. I mean, it's uh, oh yeah, price wise, and uh, also, I mean, but the, you know, the fact that it isn't, we're in the middle of Lent. Yeah. So. Yeah. But still, morning, you know, morning fish sandwiches. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, a, yeah. Mor- a morning fish sandwich could never, should never be six bucks. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so you're good there, right? right? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I can mute because he's just going to bring me my, my fish sandwich here yeah. in a minute. So, all right. If anything crazy happens, uh, tell us on the other end. Have fun. We'll do. We'll see you at Taco Bell. All right. So, Bill, uh, you always yeah. leave us with a little uh, bonus <laughs> stuff for the week, and even though today is paced very strangely, uh, I'll bet you have that mm-hmm. today. What do you got? I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, my friend Jimmy Duresta, who's a fellow YouTuber and maker of all sorts of things, he has a show on Netflix now called Making Fun. I watched the first episode, and it is, in fact, fun. Oh, man, that's uh, awesome just, to hear. He's he's great. I love that guy. Yeah, he's super creative. The, the group of dudes he has uh, on the show are all really creative. They all kind of play their uh, a different role. Um, and it's it's definitely aimed at a younger audience. Yeah. And uh, I've been seeing lots of friends saying that their kids love it. So I, I'm not a parent. I'm not wholeheartedly recommending this for your children but i've seen other parents recommending it. yeah it's called making fun making fun on netflix all right this is a nice fun little pun there making fun it means a couple oh, yeah. of things yeah yeah uh here it is netflix official site uh, new reality show burp, burp, burp. jimmy duresta paul jackman and patrick lapierre yeah he's he's french canadian okay and this guy which one on this well you can't see it i see a photo here and one of them looks like you with a giant beard and long hair is that Jimmy? Yeah. No. Okay. That's not him. <laughs> oh, no, there's Jimmy. I see him now. Uh, all right. Go check it out. Uh, available now. Netflix. Netflix.com. You all subscribe to it, probably, or at least you, you hope to. And it's up there now, and it's receiving very good reviews. Yeah. You like to see your friends succeed. Very nice. I do. Uh, Bill Duran, he is PunishProps.com, and, of course, Punish Props, the channel on YouTube. Sub if you're not. I, I mentioned him in my recent YouTube of my own, where I showed off his... Uh, he may he may or may not like this, but I showed off your old gun that you made from um, from Mass Effect, and I love it. Oh yeah, spectacular! Yeah. People were like, "What's what's going on behind your uh, your camera?" And I said, "Well, this thing was made by Bill." So, 
because of my, I'm sure that video will get 500 views. It'll really help boost your numbers. Okay. So, fantastic. Yeah, that's I my goal. It. Bill, have a fantastic <laughs> week. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye. Poor Bill. Part part of the experiment without knowing it. Bobby knows because he's in the chat and he'll just have to deal. Uh, let's do a quick uh, check in with Brian. Brian. Brian, are you there? He's got his Brian, are you there? Yeah. Uh, yep, I'm here. I got uh, I now the second fish sandwich. I actually was thinking about eating the first fish sandwich when he brought me the second one. I was <laughs> thinking about starting to eat the filet of fish. While... Uh oh. Uh oh, he's cutting out. We hit a we hit a dead zone. Oh no. Oh no! Yeah, we hit a dead zone. I'm not sure Brian can hear me. Well, we're adding Bobby to the call. That that'll that'll solve everything. Science. We need science. If we didn't have science, uh, this would be easy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, hey, let's see who we got here on the line. I'll push this button and find out. Science. It's science time with Bobby Frankenberger joins us from his studios in beautiful somewhere South Carolina. Hello, Bobby. How are you? <laughs> beautiful somewhere South Carolina. Yeah, beautiful somewhere. It is beautiful somewhere there, right? Somewhere. It's, it's a beautiful day today. Is even. it? Nice. We've got uh, green grass coming in. Yeah, I wasn't sure I was going to be here when you called because the we have a new lawn guy who came for the first time today. and oh. I was afraid he was going to try to make me talk to him see now that's hilarious because lawns aren't really lawns there it's more like you guys are wild uh jungles right the way your grass grows at least in mississippi if kim was to mow the lawn it really meant like a safari in africa and whacking down trees it was terrible it was a bad time Yeah, i mean i don't know i i don't i've I've never cared for a lawn anywhere but here, so I don't have anything to compare it to. So maybe, I mean, to me, it's just the lawn, but it does grow fast and and, and thick. Thick, yeah, so. yeah, and you got bugs the size of small dogs. That's the other oh, stereotype yeah. I have about the South. Big, big bugs. Yeah, big giant water bugs. I saw one on my uh, run the other day. It was like half the size of my hand. Oh my lord! Uh, Matuba in the chat says you had a very good episode this week of All Around Science. That's good to hear. Thanks, nice. Matuba. Yeah, Matuba, you're nobody's tuba. You're your own tuba, buddy. Anyway, <clears throat> hey, uh, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk a little science. I sent you an article earlier in the week, and you said, "Hey, this is kind of interesting. We might do it." So, did we? Is that what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, I, uh, I almost, I almost picked this to talk about on the on my podcast last week. So, um, I thought it would be great chance for me to talk about it it's uh yeah you, you by the way i would like to say that i love it and i'm being sincere i absolutely love it anytime you sent you send me something never feel like you like i i love getting stuff from people oh, saying wow. hey could you all tell right. me more about this okay because it, it's we all love to learn and it gives me a chance to dig into something and learn something oh, that's fantastic so when i saw this it actually kind of freaked me out i'm like uh-oh because the headline's <laughs> this geologists have closely analyzed two bizarre blobs detected deep inside the earth and i really wasn't yeah. i wasn't sure what to make of that well there's no reason to panic those oh, blobs have been there for as long as we think we know like they've been there forever and uh and they're blobs of just dense magma um but the 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 thing is they're a different density than the other magma that is in the mantle. So you know there's like you know that classic picture of of the cross section of the earth you've got like yeah. the core and then the mantle and then the crust, right? Right. All from um, high, uh, like junior high high school I remember that. 
Yes. Yeah. And so this these blobs are in the mantle, which is which is the magma, sticky, slowly flowing magma section of the of the Earth's crust. Uh, these blobs that are there are very big. They're six percent of the entire mass of the Earth mm-hmm. um, altogether. And if you want to imagine where they're located. They are yes. They look exactly like that blog you're showing. <laughs> Good. That's how I pictured it. So I'm glad to get some confirmation. That's fantastic. Um, they, uh, if you want to know, so they're about um, they're right up against the core of the Earth, so deep in the mantle, and uh, they're about a thousand kilometers vertically extending, like like up outward. About a, that's 620 miles. That's how much we're talking about, and about. Uh, 3,000 kilometers wide, so almost, Whoa. that's like 1,800 miles wide, a little, little more than that, actually. Those are massive. Holy crap. Giant blobs. Yeah, to give you some context, the Earth's radius is is a little over 6,000 kilometers, so this is like, it's it's, it's pretty big. Wow. Um, and uh, so what they are, they are what are called large this is a very technical term, but I'm mm. going to try to explain it. It's a lo- they're large, low shear wave velocity provinces, which are oh basically Lord. what that means is, first of all, we we can't, we've never dug any deeper than like we've never gotten through the crust, so there's no way for us to directly know what's inside the Earth. Right. We've never like sampled it or or touched it or seen it or anything like that we we've never been in there so how do we know what's there do so is the movie the movie the core is obviously it's science fiction but is there anything to, to the idea that we could do any of that could we ever could we get to a place where we could burrow that far and pressure issues being what they are and you know sub sub uh it'd be below the ocean I, I assume like all sorts of there's a there's a million reasons why we can't do this but i mean could we maybe we could one day? I don't know. It's pretty hot down there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I I never say never, um, but uh, but I don't know that you'd want to. If you poke a hole in the earth, like you said, there's pressure and stuff, wouldn't it? I would imagine that you'd have some concerns with stuff spewing out. I it's, mean, that's what a volcano is. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> it could go bad. Um, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to consider there. But uh, so all we can do is what some sort of like sonic uh, scanning sort of things, and like we can see structural stuff with with various right. scanning techniques. But we don't really right. know. Those blobs could taste like chicken. We don't know. <laughs> we probably know a little bit, um, <laughs> but they don't taste like chicken. <laughs> okay, good. But uh, they might taste like iron. So maybe they taste like like blood. Ooh. you know, because they taste like metal. Gross. Um, but uh, no, yeah, that's exactly how we know what is there is we so we monitor earthquakes all over the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are earthquake monitoring stations that that detect the shaking uh, that goes on during an earthquake, and you know we we can detect these at very small amounts um, all the time. Mm. And so what since these are all over the earth, all over the surface of the planet. What they can do is when you you can when you detect where an earthquake is when you first detect vibrations deep within the earth you can watch the other stations all over the planet even on the other side of the world and see when does when that does earthquake 
Oh, oh, we, got oh, oh we got a Brian. Brian, you back? We do. We, we lost you, you earlier. You were in like a weird uh, dead zone or something. I was able to hear you guys. You guys weren't able to hear me, huh? Yeah, it was weird. You just cut off like yeah, it was, it was like bad internet. It's that's a really bad area. So uh, I've expanded the radius. Uh, Taco Bell's closed until eleven, so oh. Taco Bell's out. We're gonna oh. try Jack in the Box. Oh, they have let's tacos. See, yeah. and let's stuff. see if Jack in the Box supports yeah. the Catholics. Yeah, let's uh, see if oh, they do it. Just yeah, me to the drive through. All right, this guy's taking forever because he's like loading a bike on his car. Yeah. So I'm gonna get behind this white truck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. They have tacos there, so um, chances of a fish sandwich seems likely. I think yeah, I think so. All right. Well, we got we got a second because somebody's ordering. What's the over under on uh, the Jack in the Box fish? Oh, Bob, Bobby, what do you think? Yeah, Bob, They're gonna have Bobby, it or no? Never been, yeah, predictions from both of you. Here. We don't have Jack in the Box here. Oh, you don't have them there? Oh, you don't have them there? I think I should You're congratulate you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard they have Jack sauce. They do have Jack sauce. <laughs> you are not yeah, wrong. I can make that at home. Yeah, Brian doesn't need to go pay six bucks for Jack sauce. He can make his own. Um, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich? No, we have a whole menu all day every day. All right, let me get a fish sandwich. Sandwich? Yep. Yeah. Nope, that's it. Brian, the looks are regular. Uh, regular, please. Thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, regular. You don't want to pay twelve bucks. Four thirty-one is the cheapest of the uh, fast food fish options, apparently. Wow. Also, I would be concerned oh, about the content of the fish. Well, they did offer. They did ask if I wanted the deluxe, like oh, either yeah. regular or deluxe, and I don't know. That's separate from a combo. I don't know what the what the deluxe fish probably just adds like what lettuce and tomato or something. Yeah, on Yeah, or some kind of weird sauce. Yeah, kind of weird sauce. Probably yeah. the jack sauce. Jack sauce. Yeah, yep, exactly. It could be jack sauce. All right. So, and you now, right, so well, you haven't tried all of these, but is that part of the plan too? You're going to eat each one. And... Yeah, actually, I think for the snack network, I'm going to record myself trying all three fish sandwiches, and I'll say which fish sandwich is the best. That's fantastic. I love That's fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Uh, well, let's get right. to, let you let you get back to science. I think the uh, center of the earth tastes like fish. All right. Very well. I it will for right, the next while well, for you. All right. See you soon. Uh, hey, Bobby, we're back. We're back, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where we left it, except uh, there's a... Okay. So let me understand this. At the very center of the earth, I'm looking at a little cross-section here on this article. Yep. Yep. There appears to be um, those those blobs. They're showing those. And there's lots of little ones, too, kind of floating all over the place. Yeah. What's the main green core behind all that? Is that... The core, core that's like the the one where the chud live. Like that's the main thing, right? The the main center core, I believe, is is all, if not primarily, all iron. And is it molten or is it solid? I think it's solid. Well, I think the outer core is partly might be partly molten. When you're talking about uh, under the earth, it's really difficult to just distinguish. Like, there's not always a clear demarcation between liquid and solid sometimes um you know it, there's there's a gradient in between and so i think the outer core is like mostly solid mm-hmm. they call it but and the inner core is solid okay all right and there's no way we're ever going down there that's not happening no it, it, i mean just it, just take it off of your vacation plans <laughs> it's not gonna happen 
Um, it just seems really unlikely to me or that we would want to put any kind of resources into that. Instead, we would put resources into us being able to maybe better see it, but we can do that from here, right? The question always is like, why do you want to be able to see it? And of course, just knowledge is always good. Yeah. Um, you, you learn a lot of things just from basic science that that you don't can't always predict but but we can learn a lot about it from like I was describing the earthquakes when an earthquake starts in one place yeah. those waves of propagate through the earth and you can detect where they show up on other parts of the earth and when they show up there and you can just do some fancy math and figure out is there anything what's the density of stuff in between is there anything that was blocking the way that changed the direction of the waves and all this kind of stuff and if you put all these data points together from many earthquakes starting in many different places in the earth and also you can start to paint develop a map of what these higher density zones might be Mm -hmm. um so why was this in the news though is because the the blob that was under africa is way higher than the one on the other side of the earth and it's way higher it reaches way higher up than they thought it did, and it might actually help explain why we see some strange differences in the African uh, crust, in the in the tectonic plates under of Africa that are different from other places. For example, it bul- Africa bulges up a little bit, mm. and this might explain why that is. There's also a lot of ancient volcanic activity. There are a bunch of super volcanoes. Um, hundreds of millions of years ago. Yeah. And this might explain that. Also, uh, might explain why there's so much diamond, uh, so, many, so, so many diamonds on the surface in Africa because, um, you know, just that kind of geology pushes stuff up and mm. out and mm. close to the surface, you know? Yeah. And so, so that's... that's uh, and that's... Yeah. Uh, that's interesting because I didn't know. I don't know why I didn't know this because now that I say it out loud, it feels dumb not to know this. But I didn't know diamonds were related to volcanic activity, or I know yeah. they're geological in nature, and I know they. I just assume they're from carbon being compressed forever in a small little space. And yeah, know. but that that compression, that pressure, has to happen pretty deep down. And so once you're down there, and that pressure happens so deep, how does it get back up? Oh, you good know? point. Yeah. And it's through volcanism that that it gets pushed up. Uh, the the other question is, yeah. how did these? This is the really cool part for me to think about. Is they're they're starting to ask now, how did these blobs even form? Yeah, in the first place. Because think about it: if you it, the Earth is pretty old, it's like billions of years old, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, and and it was all molten at one point. And so if it's all like liquid magma at some point, you would imagine that all the differences of material like slowly forming over time, it probably would have been pretty uniformly distributed everything, right? Mm. So yeah. why are there these higher density areas? And um, some people think it's like Earth's crust plates at, at fault lines between... They're called subduction zones, but it's it's a uh, where the tectonic plates overlap each other. One of them will will get pushed underneath the other one, and they think that might be contributing. Maybe crust is being pushed continually pushed down into the mantle. Mm. Um, some people think some scientists think that it's actually remnants of when. Are you aware that that Earth had a collision with another planet billions of years ago? No. Uh, what? I really didn't or know at that. Least, <laughs> or at least, um. It's it's a very popular theory of how the moon actually formed, mm. uh, and um, 
it's the leading theory. So we can't know for sure, of course, but um, it's pretty well accepted that uh, there was another planet. It was they actually named it. They call it Thea, mm. and um, and it was a Mars-sized planet. And we our planet was roughly a similar size, and we smashed into each other. And then it formed the moon. They think that these zones might be leftover remnants of of Thea, like Earth ate Thea, and that's the the leftovers. Wow. Inside. Okay, so there could have been some of the guts of that other that other that from that collision left inside. Yeah, possibly, or some combination of the two. Like uh, like both of these things are going on. We don't really can't, can't know for sure, but understanding why this stuff happened. And understanding that it's there and that it's closer to the surface can help us, can help geologists model what's going on underground and actually help us, you know, predicting earthquakes is very difficult, but it could help us understand how they happen and why they happen and, and maybe lead to better prediction, maybe not. Um, but uh, it's was that other planet what's going on is useful. Was this Thea planet in like some kind of crazy weird orbit? Uh, like well, it wasn't around our sun, or was it? Well, like that's that's the part that throws me. Is it just in it our was, way? It was and... really early. It was really early in our solar system's history, so not all of the orbits were probably as as stabilized. So early on, orbits, the orbits of planets, m- likely overlapped a little bit, and it's just you you have close calls, and maybe it doesn't. You, you pass by this time, and you don't hit each other, and then. <laughs> And then next time you accidentally crash into each other and then a new planet is formed. <laughs> wow. But um, that's, that's gnarly. what they think happened. That's crazy. And you get the moon now out there going, hey, I remember that. I was part of that deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That does Green surprise Bay, me. Green Bay Spidey says a rogue planet. That's uh, it's possible, I guess. We can't know for sure. Oh, um, yeah. Because rogue it's, means it's, that implies a lot when you say rogue. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it implies that it can it can steal the powers of the other planets just by touching them. Yeah. Oh, that kind of rogue. Yeah. I was thinking more like it, it was uh, in its own volition decided one day to break orbit from wherever it was and go. I'm well, there go are there. rogue planets that when us when astronomers talk about rogue planets, they're talking about planets that just don't. They're not bound gravitationally to any star. Um, yeah. And they probably would have formed within a star system, but. F- through something something happened to cause it to escape like yeah. maybe who knows what happened but could be it, anything no longer yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 we're, as we're also talking cosmic time so when you say early yeah. in the development of our solar system that could be you know hundreds of thousands Bill, perhaps bear, millions of yeah, years billions, billions of even. years ago yeah like uh, long time long time long time ago we don't think of it before, as the same as before you know. there was life on earth for sure yeah is when this would have happened and it's mathematically it's probably far more likely that Theia was a planet that belonged to the solar system because it's much more likely that two planets in the same system would have had overlapping orbits rather than it just so happened that a planet from outside the solar system flew through our solar system and hit our planet. But yeah. it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's just way less likely. So you're saying aliens. That's what you're saying. So, I'm, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. Uh, well, all right. Well, that's fascinating stuff. Uh, this article was on, let me find out the source, uh, sciencealert.com if you guys want to read more. And of course... This sort of stuff gets talked about all the time on All Around Science. Bobby, tell the fine folks at home where they can get that good show. All Around Science is is can be found where you find 
science podcasts. That's just it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, and and you find science podcasts in the same place that you find this podcast. So yeah, wherever you're listening to this, you can find that here just also. Search for all around science. We on the last episode we talked about <clears throat> blood type. Do you remember a couple weeks ago we talked about the the donor or the universal donor organs that they're trying to? Make? Oh yeah, yeah. That was a good. Well, discussion. I talked about that again on our show because I wanted to to look at that and dig a lot more deep and talk about what blood type is mm. and why blood type is a thing and why only certain types of blood can be donated to certain other types of blood mm. and stuff like that. That's great. So we talked a lot about why that happens. Very, very cool. I'm excited uh, to catch the next next episode. And if you guys have not heard it before, now's the time. Get on the ball. Uh, yep. I think that's it. Uh, Bobby, you well, have a fantastic you. week. I hope uh, you enjoyed our weird food interlude as well. Uh, I that was sincerely that might have been I'm that might have been the most I've laughed in any bit that you guys have ever. Oh done. my gosh! Well, that's a that's high praise. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, it was very funny, Bobby. Franks. I could never do that. I have like a weird social anxiety. I could never. Oh, I'm terrible at this. You and me both, dude. Yeah. I can't do it. I would be. I'd break down at the last thing. This is like me when I try when I'm trying to prank somebody. I'll do like this. I'll go. I'll do the prank. I'll say, ah, whatever. And then I'll go, just kidding. And like immediately after. So there's no question in their minds that I was just, you know, fooling around. I could yeah. not do what Brian did today. It would be impossible mm-hmm. for me. No, nope, so, me too. Thankfully, he put himself in the fire. Thank- uh, <laughs> thankfully, we have a Brian to, to make fun of people where, when we can't. Yeah, exactly. When we can't do it, Brian steps in and makes sure <laughs> those people have a, 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 have a fish sandwich. Uh, Bobby, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Uh, Brian, are you still out there? Uh, there you are. Ooh. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Boy, that echo is gnarly. Oh, was it? Yeah, I figured uh, since it, it didn't have time to adjust. Yeah, it's still, uh, I think, yeah, oh, I still hear it. It's is me. it still really oh, bad? Yeah, it's I'm really here. bad. Shoot. Uh, really bad. It'll, it'll, it'll fix itself, I think. Hopefully. Will it? Okay. It, maybe will it? it will. Okay. I don't know. Do some, more, do some more talking. All right, here's some more talking. talking. I'm talking. Right. i got stuff to say about things. Here I am. It's still echoing. Is it working? It's still echoing. Echo, echo, echo. Yeah, it's still echoing. All right, well, shoot. Here, put, uh, just put it on handset mode. On handset mode. I could. Oh, well, yeah, then I have to Then I have to sit here and hold it against. Oh, no, I guess I could do speakerphone. Yeah, you can speakerphone. Let's do that. Yeah, on it. Okay, hold on. I'll bet this is better. I already don't uh, hear her echo. Why set up speakerphone? Uh-oh. Oh, oh there you're there. I'm also, also navigate. I'm also driving. Yeah, you should probably... I don't want you to... You know, don't be wiping out anywhere. Or wrap yourself around a pole. Yeah. You're Is de- it any better? Is yeah, definitely, better? definitely better. Not getting echo at all now. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. what I did is I disconnected it, and then it reconnected via Bluetooth. So it's... It's still coming through my car stereo, but oh, Bluetooth. Uh, it's so much better. It's like a thousand times better. Wow. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. That's really weird. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, something definitely changed. Uh, all right. So uh, Brian's back. Uh, have you tried any of your food yet? Have you done any of this? I have not. No. I'm. I'm going to get it home, and then I'm going to. Uh, if uh, yeah, we probably still won't be doing a show because <laughs> I'm like two or three minutes from home. Yeah. But uh, I was going to cut a sliver of each one. And uh, take a bite, but, yeah. but uh, probably no, won't be able to do that. Probably not. Do you have? Uh, yeah. I just realized you probably don't have song stuff with you, do you? The info. I do. Oh, you do. I do. Oh I my gosh, it. you're so prepared. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, this is fantastic. Do you want me to do the request now? Yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, real quick to let fine folks at, know, at home know if you enjoyed today's fish sandwich adventure, patreon.com slash TMS is a place where you can show your gratitude that Brian was willing to do this and do it for you people. Really? He doesn't need That's fish right. sandwiches. It for you. Yeah, it was for you. <laughs> so uh, anyway, go check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Still time to get in on the month. Uh, just put some new artwork out for printing that will then be sent to your door. Yeah, that's right. There are many benefits. That's just one of them. One of them. Check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, we should... Uh, we Oh, if there are any fish experts out there that want to tell us why fish prices are so high, themorningstream <laughs> at gmail.com, okay? Themorningstream yeah. at gmail.com. I would love to hear the reason. I'm more concerned why the fish prices at Jack in the Box are so low compared yeah. to everybody else. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I would worry about that as well. Um, but look, you, you're doing... You're, you're doing it for science. It's all good in the end. That's right. Exactly. Uh, uh, let's do a song. Brian, do you have a, you got some stuff there with you? What, what do we got? I here? do, yeah. So uh, Paul uh, Jiggerdad wrote in. Uh, he's uh, always in our chat room as Jiggerdad. He was part of my D&D group under that same name. He says, hey, Scotch and Bourbon, March 15th is my birthday. This will be my last birthday in my 30s. And for the first time in a long time, I took off work, so I should actually be home uh, live to listen. Hold on a second. Making a left turn. Probably should not look at my phone. Uh, let's see. My new job, I listen live, but I can't really pay attention to chat. Once TMS is done, I plan to be rolling Destiny 2 all day, maybe trying some raids in the game. Nice. I am asking the cover master and fellow dungeon explorer to play a track that he feels would be uh, on the Peacemaker soundtrack for a cover. The music on that show was awesome. Uh, love the show, though. Paul Jigger, uh, or Giger. Uh, A.K.A. Jiggerdad. Nice. What's right, the? So, I don't remember this you, Peacemaker show. I don't remember that at all. What? Yeah. It's like, like John Cena, DC comic Peacemaker. Oh, that, that. Sorry, sorry. Peace. Uh, yeah, I just haven't seen it yet. It, for my in my brain, that would not translate. But yes. <laughs> all right. Now I know what it, it is. Does, it does translate, and it was awesome. It. Uh, if you have not, so you haven't checked it out. No. You absolutely need to check gonna, it out. It's incredible. Gonna binge it. Yeah, um, one of the best things about the show is the intro, and it's a song called Do You Want to Taste It by a Norwegian metal band, glam metal band called Wigwam. Uh, Wigwam also worked with Bruce Kulik, who was a member of Grand Funk Railroad, and also a one-time member of the band Kiss. And the two of them, or the, the group and Bruce Kulik, recorded this cover right here, of Kisses, I Was Made for Loving You. So this would for sure be on the Peacemaker soundtrack. Very nice. I'll play it now. We'll be back tomorrow with a regular episode. We'll see you then. Hey, Bruce, why don't you give him some? Sure, Wigwam. Let's rock and roll.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Why don't you just eat your vegetables? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.